Howdy, it's Heather here, and welcome to the pilot episode of I Hate This Show. Before you begin, dear listener, here's what I want you to know. Morgan and I first recorded this episode with a lot of zeal to get it done, but had no idea what we were doing, and then we didn't touch it for six months. But re-listening to it six months later down the road, it's really special to me. We're starting off this podcast about media and media culture, first by diving deep into the X-Files. But even if you've never seen an episode, you're going to find something to relate to. Here in the pilot, you're going to hear our intro to the X-Files, Morgan's initial thoughts on the show as a complete newbie versus my thoughts as a seasoned fan, and, well, we get the mic sound figured out later. So, here it is, and I hope you enjoy. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Hello and welcome to I Hate This Show. The podcast where we ask ourselves, do we really hate the X-Files or do we just need to keep watching? My name's Heather. And my name is Morgan. And today we're going to just jump right into it with our pilot episode. Um, so Heather, I have a question. Please. Real quick. Um, so when did you first start watching the X-Files? That is a great question. I first started watching the X-Files about five, six years ago um, when I was still in college. Stopped watching for a little bit. College, you know, life just gets ahead of you. Picked it back up here in the year of our Lord, 2021, because I knew I had dropped off and I was like, oh, I want to go. I want to go back and finish this show. Um, I'm not a big TV fan, so that's rare for me to do. Usually if I drop a show, it's for good, but this one stuck with me. So, and I've been, that started about... April of this year, maybe March, I got back into it, and I just this past week finished the whole thing, like, one to season 11, and you started watching it, Morgan, maybe about... Probably, like, a couple months ago, I would say maybe in July, um, so, you know, I actually lived across the hall from Heather when she first started watching it. Yeah, you did. Um, back in college, and I had... You know, heard about the show, obviously, from her. I also grew up watching The Simpsons, nope. and they reference it in one of the episodes. And so I kind of knew, like, the references. I had heard of the show. But, you know, at that time in college, I was more obsessed with, you know, re-watching Glee for the third time and watching Riverdale with as, everyone else. Yeah, as but, everyone else was. You know, you know, just didn't really get into it. And then, you know, like we said, a couple months ago, I knew Heather was starting to watch it again and I was looking for a new show and I just kind of picked it up and you know only seven episodes in because you know life and everything catches up to you but I really enjoy the show so far and I'm looking forward to diving deep into it uh, with Heather. Even though you hate this show. Oh yes I mean <laughs> you know it's hard for me to say I hate any show because I'm a person who really just enjoys bad television. (laughs) You know, whether it be like a TV show, like a sitcom or, you know, a reality TV show. I just think there's something that says a lot about something that's just so bad, but people still watch it. So you admit The Simpsons is bad. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) The Simpsons is good. I'm, I think more of along the lines of, you know, Twilight or Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. Things that, you know, obviously those are movies, but other television shows too that are just, you know, so bad that they 
grow this cult following or you know people just become obsessed with them because they have their own little fan base that also just agrees you know this is awful but we we enjoy it yeah (laughs) and we can't look away so that's really why i think i will be in it for the long haul right and let me ask when you saw the simpsons referencing the x-files did you understand that young when you were watching it i would think I understood it because my parents understood it. Like I would, you know, I would see it and they would talk about, oh, yes, I remember like, oh, this is like the X-Files. And, you know, I can get like the references because of that, Uh, which I also think it's why I'm pretty well versed in pop culture because I watched The Simpsons. (laughs) Because a lot of their episodes reference pop culture and other, other things that are in media at that time and so you know as a kid even though I might not fully grasp what they're talking about I you know heard the theme and I recognized oh this is the x-files because I maybe heard it on tv right. maybe my parents were watching it in the yeah. other room it gets into the gray matter even as a child oh yeah. yes I mean that's just with any like pop culture reference too that you know maybe you hear like a teacher talking about it or another adult talking about it um even though you haven't watched it you somehow like have this knowledge of Mm -hmm. it um obviously not you know starting to watch the show now I didn't really you know understand all of it and how it um really dives into like different topics more so than I really thought right I think when I first started watching it I expected it to kind of be like the monster of the week. Yeah, that was going to that was going to be my first question to you was like before or maybe back in college when you saw me watching it, what was your first impression of it like well before you started watching it this year? So, I would think my first impression would be that, you know, the show is about aliens. I was for a long time terrified of anything <laughs> related to aliens or anything paranormal was not a scary movie person um it took me forever to even just like watch Jurassic Park oh, no way <laughs> <laughs> because I would have nightmares that the dinosaurs would come into my room and you know that's completely whoa we're know. gonna analyze that in episode two we'll give you a second <laughs> very very you know obviously a dinosaur is not gonna come into my childhood bedroom but I just thought oh well, maybe they're gonna come to life maybe yeah they're gonna come. and so to see something like an alien or you know some of the first episodes of X-Files, it's things that you can't even see that are, you know, choking someone or causing a pin to stab someone. Mm. Like, that was just crazy. I could, I would not have been able to handle the show up until recently. Now, I think what has made it more palatable to me is that, you know, I saw, I think the first scary movie I ever saw in theaters was A Quiet Place. Uh-oh. Um, which, you know, it's kind of spooky, kind of monster, but I was a big, like, John Krasinski fan, so I wanted to see, like, his movie, and so, you know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go, I'll see, maybe I'll like it, and I saw it, and I went home, and I didn't have nightmares, which is pretty impressive. Wow, (laughs) you were, you were in your 20s? (laughs) I was in my 20s, you know, very, very big steps for me, um, and then I also really got into Black Mirror, which is also pretty free. No, it is a pre. That's a, I've seen only a couple episodes. In actually, in college, I had a professor show us some as part of our creative writing course. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, you know, the more I absorbed it, and the more I just introduced like little little doses. Just like if you're like trying to wean a kid off of like 
an allergy. <laughs> like, you start with, like, the tiny little peanut, and then you, like, give, like, a full trail mix, and then the uh. peanut <laughs> like, you slowly, like, work your way up to, okay, well, you know, this is kind of ridiculous of that this is a show primarily in the 90s, <laughs> so effects are not that great. No. <laughs> we could talk about that in a future episode, too, but, you know, now I feel like I'm at a point where I can watch it, still kind of freaky in some mm-hmm. of the episodes, but, you know, it's camp enough for me to, you know, not be completely freaked out all the time. Right, right. Okay. I was, when I was younger, I was scared to death of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo, he's the least terrifying. Or he, they, had, they had monsters. Yeah, they did, but, like, oh, I thought... I thought oh, you thought you I meant the, the dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like, the why? show. He's not threatening at all. Like, I Shaggy's a little Shaggy. bit scary to me. <laughs> it wasn't until I was in my 20s that I understood that he was just high all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I get it. The, the monster of the week. Yes, the monster scared me. Well, seven, you said you're just seven epo- episodes yes. in, right? You're on ice? Yes. Oh, ice. I I already told you I love that episode so I, much. It is so good. good. What is your impression of the X-Files now? You already said your first impression was like aliens, mm-hmm. freaks and geeks and monsters of the week. Mm-hmm. Seven episodes in, has that changed? I would say that, you know, that that obviously is still there and it drives the plot of the show of having those monster of the week episodes and that paranormal activity um, thrown in there. But I feel like even more like government conspiracy, FBI, just different kind of inner workings of that. I didn't expect there to be mm-hmm. as much of. I thought more of like, oh, the, these are the two main characters that will just hop around to all these different locations and you wouldn't hear as much of the, you know, like the paperwork mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the just like yeah. red tape that they deal with from working for a government agency. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting and didn't expect that as much. I also, just thinking of, like, you know, I didn't really know, like, who was who as far as, like, being the skeptic and not being the skeptic, like, going into the show. So I do think it's interesting that they, you know, make the female protagonist the skeptic, where usually... Where she's also Christian. Yes, yes. Or supposed to be, yeah. Supposed to be Christian, and... Where I feel like a lot of other, you know, if you think about like 50s sci-fi kind of films and TV shows, it was always the, you know, the crazy woman that, you know, believed and no one, you know, all the men were like, oh no, like, you know, you're just crazy. Mm -hmm. Like you're going through something like they didn't think that they had any value to that opinion. And where now we have, you know, the male protagonist being like the one who believes then you're, you know, it has this validity that you hadn't seen, Mm -hmm. um, which I find very interesting and want to see how that develops, too. Yeah, we get spooky Mulder, not spooky Scully. Yes. Which is fun. How do you think that's going to play out? Or just, let me ask a bigger general question. Um, Where do you think this show's going to end up? Remember, it goes on for 11 seasons. Those last two seasons are the reboot. Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely can tell, I mean, even in the first few episodes that you know Scully will slowly start to believe more and more even if she doesn't want to like admit it to herself okay you can just see and you know how they direct some of the scenes of like those little glimmers of okay I see Hmm. what could potentially happen so I'm interested to see if that really if she 
you know, full on becomes a believer in a sense, or she still remains pretty much as that skeptic mm. voice throughout mm. the, right. the series. Um, also, you know, I'm interested to see if this, you know, tension between the two of them <laughs> <laughs> turns into something. I think I God, know, no. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen spoilers and, you know, have like an understanding of what's going to happen. But I also think it's kind of ridiculous that you can just like have two characters be platonic throughout the show and you know be fine. Gosh. But I know it, it turns turns a different way. But you know we'll we'll dive into it more as yeah. I watch more and we talk about different uh, things through our episodes. Yeah. Hmm. Predicted number of alien sightings. I don't know, like because I feel like in the first you know, few episodes, it's always that uh, Mulder sees it and then Scully just walks in <laughs> like two, two seconds later. I'm like, what? You what? Know, I know. You would, just, you would just believe if you would have, you know, sat down the cup of coffee and actually walked over there. Or two seconds sooner. Two seconds sooner. So I feel like that, you know, I, you know, and maybe, you know, if you're thinking really, you know, high up that, you know, maybe it's all in like, Mulder's mind that he's seeing it and you're just seeing it from his perspective oh and so I love that you know that like okay yeah we're seeing these alien sightings or we're seeing the this paranormal activity but could it just be that we're actually watching this from Mulder's point of view and we never even realize it or recognize it hmm in a not spoily spoilery way if I can tell you they that is a theme they sort of explore Mm -hmm. in an upcoming season but the way you're putting it as if like he's truly having like a psychotic break Mm -hmm. and then it's much more twilight zone i love that oh that would make that would make that would be a very different type of show it's not that it doesn't become that Mm -hmm. but um yeah no and on the um just so i get it out of the way i will put it in from episode pilot episode one i am a shipper i am a full believer in Mulder and scully's relationship oh you're a believer i am that's my believer (laughs) but i won't i don't harp on it and i'm not nearly as um some fans are die hard like have probably sent chris carter like some threatening letters i'm not gonna do that but um i i see the potential there from I'll, I'll let you see and think about how it goes. It's so exciting for me as someone who's just finished the whole thing to like, and as, as like a friend, I've dragged you along. of like, yes, take up, <laughs> take up my obsession as well. There, Come I along. Know, I feel like, you know, it, it was just a matter of time for me to watch this. I watched, you know, so many different TV shows. I, I feel like unlike Heather, I am a begrudgingly a tv watcher like i just like the the fanfare around different tv shows like even i'm a big uh, handmaid's tale and i'll just plug that in right there um and it's not just you know the show itself but it's the group of people that watch the show and do podcasts on the show or write you know blog posts about the show or where they can see parallels and other media like i find that very fascinating and so any show that has like that cult following I feel like I'm already going to be drawn towards because I can just see so much more potential in it all right I would have to agree that no I am not a big tv watcher my tv watching has always been more um 
how would I describe it? It's like just going to the same, I like to go to the same restaurant and just order from the same menu I've seen, pick the same couple things. That's me with like TV and it's mostly just the X-Files. The X-Files is the restaurant I like to frequent and it's catalog of episodes, is my menu and I go to my comfort ones. I love ice. Mm-hmm. I've seen that one a couple times. Um, there's just a good, I just, if I'm pick, picking something at random, mm-hmm. I, I can just go to the X-Files and I trust that I'll get what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, that that is fair. I would say that I think most people, even if they aren't TV watchers, have at least one comfort show they just have on in the background. Like, even Friends is a lot of people's comfort shows. I know New Girl in, in the house I live in with my roommates, they, we have that on all the time. I feel like from what I've seen now, it will always be difficult for me to make X-Files my comfort show mm. just because there's a lot mm. of suspense and a lot of just, you know, not easy watching, easy listening kind mm-hmm. of shows. Like sometimes I'll have it on um, in the background while I'm working and I'll just get so distracted or just, you know, I can't really focus on the show if I'm doing other things where I feel like a lot of comfort shows are just, you know, good background watching. But I think that makes it special though too, that it's not just completely easy watching. Well, and that brings up kind of what you said about like the fanfare behind things. It tends to be shows um, that have more of that sci-fi element sometimes that Mm -hmm. brings fans along that have podcasts and things like are there new girl podcasts do people do that it's not one of those shows people podcast about i feel like also i mean it's the same like gimmick every show like i don't get me wrong love new girl no hate to the new girl all the fans fans. (laughs) you get doxxed i hear all the keyboards typing right now i can't believe she said that she does not (laughs) like new girl no no love new girl but i feel like you know, if I'm thinking about like Black Mirror, of like I can kind of draw a parallel to X Files and Black Mirror of having kind of a different, you know, thing every week. But they are very easy to like have podcasts on or talk and have discussions on because yes, you'll have like the one main plot, but there's so many little like nuances and mm. little like Easter eggs throughout the show that's easy to have a conversation on. Where New Girl, like, okay, they're the wacky roommates are doing this new thing and they're opening a bar, you know. I'm going to keep that in mind for as we go along. And the more you watch, I'm going to come back and ask you that again. Because yeah, I want to see. Dep- depressing, isn't oh, it? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, it's called I Hate This Show for a reason. <laughs> but, you know, like like we said, this is I Hate This Show, but I think things are fun to hate. No, yeah. And let me, from the get-go, let me be point and clear just so we're all on the same page. As much as I say I hate this show, and by God, I mean it a lot, um, it's really tongue-in-cheek. I love The X-Files. That's why it is my comfort show. I think Chris Carter takes a dump on us a lot. I'm not the only one out there who thinks this, so you gotta take a dump on him right back sometimes, but um, know that whenever I say I hate this show, it's with a lot of love behind it, little hard eyes. Don't don't hate me. <laughs> So, you know, if you were to become a character in this show. No, don't. No, no we're, we're starting with it. <laughs> if you were to become a character, do you think you would be the skeptic or do you think you'd be the one that believes? Mm, 
Well, before I answer, just to verbalize, it tends to be in this show that the quote-unquote skeptic is the skeptic for, like, supernatural phenomenon and things like that, but is a believer of other sorts of things. Mm -hmm. So, like, for the start of the show, um, Scully's portrayed as supposed to be a a Catholic Christian woman, and then Mulder, why he's a quote-unquote believer, and you know at the end of the, even though at the end of, like, the first couple episodes or something, he, like, he's in the He's in a church, mm-hmm. ends in a church. Yeah, he's a skeptic in those regards. Mm-hmm. Um, when it came, mm, I think if it, I think I would be a believer. Mm-hmm. I think, but I would be a believer both ways, and it's it might just be my naivety, my naivete, and my natural bent to kind of why I'm drawn to shows like this that have mm-hmm. like phenomenon because there's something else out there. Um, I don't think I don't know if it counts as sci-fi, but I was a Doctor Who fan back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that counts. As, yeah, as sci-fi. Yeah, young, like middle school, high school, big X, big not X Files, big Doctor Who fan. It was yeah. just a gateway for <laughs> the X Files. The stepping stone to X Files is Doctor Who. <laughs> but I, you know, I would say that if I saw a UFO in the sky. It's a beam coming down and yeah. picking someone up. I would be a believer. I know. There's no way you can sit there and witness that and not be a believer. I know. Like I, I know. And I think that, you know, being a skeptic maybe could just, you know, ba- basically let you sleep at night. Right. <laughs> because if you're a believer in all things supernatural, I don't see how Mulder ever sleeps. <laughs> like, there's no way he ever like, gets a full night eight hours unless you just take it with this sort of like what the hell anyways you know which i think attitude you know the attitude he kind of has that kind of attitude whenever you're seeing at least the first few episodes that i've seen that you can see that he kind of has that humor and jokes around which obviously is probably a coping mechanism within itself (laughs) existential dread (laughs) but you know that's the thing like you have to not you know, take everything seriously, but also understand, like, you know, anything you could see is could be out there, but, you know, you live with that fact and keep moving on, or you can just shut down. Yeah, and it plays a little later, too, but we can go ahead and talk about it. Um, a lot of it is, maybe not all of it, but I'd say a good portion of it is, um, like, confirming of his own wants and wishes for it to be true Mm -hmm. his entire life story up to this point is based on believing yes so any phenomenon he sees especially in the early seasons is only going to confirm Mm -hmm. what he wants to be out there yes which also you know i think if i had a sibling that was all of a sudden bye 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 (laughs) i would also you know want to believe that you know this wasn't just this girl upping and running away or someone like you know that's a human Mm. taking her like i'd want to believe that it was an alien or some kind of paranormal force that took her away i love that we're already exploring the like mind games that can be had in the show (laughs) i mean the whole thing is a mind game that i mean but good television is a mind game it makes you think. Like The Simpsons. <laughs> do, not, do not come for The Simpsons. I, you know, I will say, haven't watched the recent seasons, but, you know, I probably wouldn't have known what The X-Files was wow. until I met you if I hadn't heard the, of The Simpsons. Hmm. But, you know, 
say lovey such is life <laughs> you know i might be a late adopter and i might just get roasted for the first several episodes no, of this podcast no, right. <laughs> of course no i've not i think i've watched in my time a single episode of the simpsons yeah. so i'm not i can't step off i know <laughs> I need to. Um, there, I mean, but there's a reason it's running for as long as it has. Yes. Either that, or because it's like a crutch for our society. And oh. if we lose, if we lose the Simpsons, everything else goes. <laughs> yeah. You you think all these other things are gonna you know, cause society? To fail. No, no, that's it's not. Really, the Simpson has to stay on air. One, or, one of the four. One of the four horsemen of the apocalypse <laughs> is the end. The canceling of the Simpsons. I feel like it is that point though. But also, if you're an animated show like you can do that if you're like the x-files where you're not animated like eventually they're too old to be fbi agents i know <laughs> so that's just that's what it is hmm unless aliens yeah too complex okay well <laughs> you say that seven you say that seven episodes in morgan remember <laughs> you know yeah i mean they do bring the show back i guess so they sure do well, cool. I think that that's what I've got. I think we're running close to the time that we wanted for our first episode. Yeah. These are our first initial comments. Um, it's only the first episode in. So if you have listened, thank you so much. If you are my mom, thank you, mom, for finding where to click on this. I'm very proud of you. Um, yeah, I would say that, you know, we're just kind of taking an episode at a time, trying to see how this pans out and... You know, who knows? Maybe this will turn into a Simpsons hate podcast. Oh, my God. (laughs) But no, seriously, I think this will be, you know, a good time had by all. Can't wait for the hate comments. Oh, I can't can't wait for our first troll comment. Oh, yes. They don't even know what the X-Files is. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know, that's what it is. And with the state of our world and the state of media, I expect some hate. I mean, I, no, I, okay, an aside that's yes, important please. for this episode. I submitted a comment to the New Yorker magazine uh, cartoon contest that they have every, yes. uh, every week. Yes. Um, and I got my first hate comment from my submission. <gasps> Tell <laughs> and, me more. Did you, you know, print it out? No, I, I didn't, but I did have my roommate defend my honor. <laughs> <laughs> but I submitted just you know this little submission and you know people were responding in the comments saying oh so funny uh i love this i thought the same thing and then one person said like bland unoriginal (laughs) overdone and uh, you know what kind of life do you live that you have to put a hate comment on the the new New yorker Yorker (laughs) cartoon contest which i wasn't even a finalist i was just having a good time so anyways x-files good time had by all just some and it's fun chatting with you a good excuse to like get together yes figure out what the hell i'm doing with all these microphones maybe we'll disclose more of our you know origin stories but you have to earn it yeah you, you, you have to leave at least one hate comment to get <laughs> a fact we'll do us. it we'll, we'll no we'll do it as like a like a submission ranking sort of thing that uh, we yes. have to get so many reviews in and at review number 50 I'll tell you how tall I am. Oh, at review number 100, <laughs> I'll tell you how tall I am. <laughs> only false guesses in between. <laughs> there, Yeah, actually, we only like 
the wrong ones. And so you just have to filter through to figure out what we didn't like <laughs> uh, to figure out our true height. Um, but yeah, so hopefully you yeah. can listen along. This will be fun. I'm, I'm excited to do this with you, Morgan. So thank you guys so much for attending our pilot episode of I Hate This Show. Yeah, and tune in next time for more X-Files fun. Shenanigans. Um, I don't know of another word. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye.